Daily Devotional with Dr. Hancock, how to win and not be bound by our, our own frailties because of Jesus, the blood, the Holy Spirit, the power to speak into our own lives. So how do we do that? Well, the first thing we have to do is confess Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior and invite him into our hearts. And that means with Jesus is in our heart, anything that's not like God has to go. So when you do that, when we confess Christ and we receive salvation, and it's not a feeling, I need you to know that it's not a feeling. It is an assurance that the word of God give us when we confess Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior of our life. Um, the word of God tells us, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believe in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. And so when we accept Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior of our life, now we on the winning side. So now the blood works for us because we work the blood and we are up under the blood. And the Holy Spirit is the one that's there to guide us. It is a person. The Holy Spirit is a person that guides us to all truth. You know, so again, when we have to make sure that we die to self daily, what does that mean? That how I normally respond and I start not to respond like that anymore. Why? Because the Holy Spirit is there to guide me to all truth. It doesn't mean that I'm a seem like I'm winning all the time. It doesn't mean that I'm, I seem like I have it all together. I just have confidence in what the word of God says, because God said before one little tilt of his word pass, heaven and earth will pass away. So again, after you accept salvation and you get in a Bible believing and Bible teaching church and you are hanging now with people on the winning side who will call your brothers and sisters because both of you are willing to do the will of the one that sent you. Now we have the Holy Spirit that guide us to all truth. We have him. We have to make sure we allow him to guide us in every situation. Now, keep in mind, sometimes we do respond with our natural response. And it doesn't mean that we haven't confessed Christ. It just means that part of our natural nature is just not, um, has not died to the flesh yet. The power of the blood. In other words, you guys, there's so much power. Those of us that who know Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior of our life, you are no longer bound and you're no longer representation for this world. So if that be the case, we have to make sure that we are lining up everything we need to our will with the will of the Lord. And let's talk about that for a quick second. I've always known that God has a permissive will and a perfect will. Permissive will means that, okay, I know who Jesus is. And because I ask him, he honor my request. But as we begin to develop our relationship more and more in God, and then there's some of us that are chosen, which means that it's not even about you being in the perfect will now because of your relationship and you moving forth in God. Now it's the perfect will of God. What do you mean, Mary? The perfect will of God means that God has chosen you, chosen you for a particular assignment for the kingdom to help your brothers, help your sisters, whatever the case may be. So now it's not about what you want to do. And God is always talking, has always been talking. The question is, is our voices or whatever voices is in our life, is it too loud for us to hear what he's saying? Yes, we talk about him having that still small voice, but are you 
listening to what he's saying? Or are you driven by your natural man and your carnal responses? You know, again, when we've confessed Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, we have to make sure it's a, a habitual thing. In other words, you have to turn the light bulb on and be purposeful in our walk with Christ. Why? Because there are so many blessings that we do not get because we hadn't lined our life up with the very word of God. So when you align your life with what the word of God says, then you can have everything that the word of God says you can have. So we have to make sure that we are doing and we are saying and we are living what the word of God tells us. It doesn't matter what you're going through. It doesn't matter what your situation is. If you look in the word of God, it's an answer for you today. So again, just being in accepting Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, it teaches us how to win. If you want to win or, you know, sometimes when we go through stuff, we just want, leave me where I am. I'm big enough to do what I want to do. I'm grown. You know, all those responses have a consequence for them. And again, as grown as we may be, when you accept Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, now you are no longer in charge of your own life. Okay, Romans 12 and 2 says, And be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind, that ye may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. So again, when we're looking at things and some of us were born saved, some of us didn't grow up in a safe household, but there's a yearning in each and every one of us. There's a void that only God can fill. And even though you may use other things to fill it, it comes a point in time where you realize that it does not matter what I do, what I drink, what I this, what I that, it does not fill the void in your life because your spirit is yearning for the father. And when your spirit is yearning for the father, there's nothing that can take the place of that. There is nothing. The word of God in Jeremiah 29, 11 says, for I know the thoughts that I think concerning you. I know the thoughts. In other words, God is already prepared. He's already said, he's already, he's already done what we need him to do. We just have to walk it out. And if you begin to walk it out and trust God, it doesn't mean you're going to understand what God is doing sometime. It just means that you trust him because you can stumble and still go the right way in God. Jeremiah 29 and 11, for I know the thoughts that I think toward you, says the Lord, thoughts of peace and not of evil, to give you an expected end. In other words, we win. We all win in Christ if you're in Christ. If you're not in Christ, you're not on the winning side. So there's no possible way you can win in life. And I know sometimes people think that, okay, cool. Well, I have the good life. What's the good life? Okay. Is it having things? So what happens if those things are taken away from you? Okay. <laughs> you know, so uh, things are just things. That's what it is. And even those of us that know Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, those are rewards for serving God. You know, some people will have their reward here. That is it. This is, this is it. This is their reward for them. But do you really want that to be your reward? In other words, you don't want a heavenly home. Have you not thought about it? You don't want a heavenly home. Even though you know the right thing to do, you choose to do the wrong thing. And even though you witness the wrong thing, 
silent gives consent. So if you're not saying anything about it, then you are on that side. First John 4 and 1, beloved, believe not every spirit, but try the spirits rather they of God, because many false prophets are going out into the world. So you have to make sure that your election and calling is sure. And how do you do that? Judge it by the word of God. If you judge it by the word of God and everything by the word of God, you won't have any issues with anything because the standard is there. If we assess and the standard for our life is the word of God, it changes everything. And we learn how to be consistent in that. It changes everything. Hebrews 11 and 1. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. You have to make sure that you're on the winning side, first of all, and that because you're on the winning side, there are benefits and gifts and rewards for being on the winning side, which is Christ. So whose lens are you looking through and are they clean and clear? Who's, who, who, who is your authority in your life? Is it you? Is it God? Is it a situation? Is it a feeling? Again, when the standard is a word of God, it changes everything. And if we going to allow God to do what God wants to do in our lives, it doesn't mean we're going to understand. It just means that regardless of what's going on, we're going to trust him because we know what he says. We know what he says and, we, and not just know what he say, but we believe what he say. We believe what he say. So we will have to give an account for the hope that's in us. James 4 and 8 says, draw nigh to God and he will draw nigh to you. Cleanse your hand, you sinners, and purify your heart, ye double-minded. Draw nigh to God. He wants that fellowship. He wants it all today. And he's not, he's not, he's not like man. He don't want just part of it. He wants all of you. And if you're willing to give him all of you, and that means sometimes you're not going to understand what's going on, I promise you, your life will forever be changed because God wants what he has for you at a more phenomenal rate than you want what God has for you. Okay. And my last scripture is Proverbs 4 and 23. Keep your heart with all diligence for out of it are the issues of life. Keep your heart, protect your heart, guard your heart. Keep your heart in God. That's why the word of God tells us to hide the word in our heart that we might not sin against God. Allow the Holy Spirit to really reign in your life and show you how to maneuver and show you how to win in every situation. I promise you, he is your key and he's that secret sauce that everybody's looking for so we can win in life. And this is the confidence that we have in him. That when we ask anything according to his will, he hear us. And if we know that he hear us, we know that our petitions are granted. Real talk, Dr. Hancock. 